0: And welcome to the Gaming Den podcast. I'm back in more ways than one. I'm back on the podcast after quite a long uh, period off. And I'm back on Twitch. Three Yay! months.
1: Ago,
0: Yay. It took a long time, and they just went. Ah, eh, you should back. Sorry, and that was it. So I'm back on Twitch. Hurrah. anyway. So we. This is episode thirteen. I'm looking for some. Um, of the Game of Dead podcast, um, it's a very good episode. We've got lots of cool stuff coming up, um, but first of all, I will um, introduce our guests, my guests for this week. Um, this our very special guest this week is a fellow Neon Network member, Ghost Kai. Do you want to give us uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Kai?
2: Yeah, hello. I'm Ghost Kai. Kyle, Kai do or Ghost or Ghost Kai. Or NobEd, you know, whatever, anything works really. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, so I'm, snorts. yeah, that works, that works. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a member of the Neon Network, like yourself. Uh, it's glad, I'm very glad to see you back on Twitch. Actually, I'm not sure how Twitch determined you weren't a Terminator, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they got around that problem and you're back to streaming. That's, that's, that's great news. Um, I've, I've been streaming since about February, end of February, roughly. Nice. Um, and yeah I'm just sort of playing a lot of horror games I'm going through old classics that you know mean a lot to me and currently I'm uh, doing a load of uh, GTA RP with a load of people in the community at the moment which is a lot of fun.
0: Oh nice I'm actually going to get into that but I've, uh, I've just put in my application so hopefully I'll get into that uh, and I've never done any sort of role-playing stuff before so um it sounds like it could be fun um okay thank you for that um and always as always we i've got my co-host we've got glazer hello glazer
3: hello hello the the ye old baseball i'm here <laughs> um, you guys know me if you're a frequent listener so yeah <laughs> yeah
0: except that one episode about
4: You that. can talk. All <laughs> <laughs> <I know>, right. <laughs> you dropped us in at Big Star last week. <laughs> I'm
3: joking. <laughs>
4: I'm joking.
0: <laughs> in the time where I wasn't here. So, and it was a very early, unexpected baby. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyway. You know, you're, oh, right. right. you're you not know
4: on you know, an intro now. It's Sammy. Hi, it's Sammy. Sammy, I'm here. <laughs> hey, that's your intro. That's so your glad intro. we're back. I'm so glad we're back. <laughs> miss this.
0: Uh, you missed this. okay? So we'll, we'll jump right into the news then. Uh, so, Glasrod, do you want to give us some news?
3: All right. So um, me with the obscure games, is, as always, um, I've got a couple of games that are coming out fairly recently and then next month and then the month after so it's a bit staggered and we've got Chris Tales um, which I'm so excited about I've been um, waiting on this for a very long time Um, it's like a classical like RPG but it's got a unique art style um, and it's one of those really interesting concepts of time so you can play kind of simultaneously of like past present and future Um, but it's that typical turn style RPG game um and yeah, I'm just really excited. Yeah, come
0: it out. looks beautiful. I must admit, I've not heard of it
1: before.
3: Uh, th- see, the thing is, is games like this, I don't think they're they're hyped up enough because this is actually, I think this is definitely going to be worth it. Um, it comes out July 20th, so um, not that long at all. So huh? I, if you've if you've not checked it out, I'd definitely see check. Oh, it well, out. it's on everything. Yeah, it's on everything. Um, Steam it is on literally
0: consoles. everything. It's on Stadia. God. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Is it on the amazon luna though that's the that's the thing that people want to know
2: <laughs> oh it looks very stylistic yeah.
3: yeah and it's actually a fairly it decent like price it. it's like 35 quid um like on amazon so i mean for games recently i think that's a fairly decent price for like a brand new game mm. um, so
0: 35 that's yeah that's good most yeah. games are like 50 or 60. Now.
3: i know right i know right yeah or 70. yeah or yeah or
0: 70 yeah, yeah that's true actually I've, i'm yet to buy a 70 pound game um Oh, yeah, that looks, that looks interesting. We've not got long to wait. I might pick it up and give it a shot. Yeah. Maybe not. I've got a lot to, I've got a lot
3: to play. <laughs> Add it um, in the backlog. Go on. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. Uh, um, right, yeah, cool.
3: And then after that, it's just a quick one. It's um, called uh, Kataria Fables. It's like a really cutesy game. It's like a Stardew Valley meets kind of, um, I don't know what you would say, like, cute characters that you can fight as well. So it's like a farming and um, crafting RPGs. Oh yeah.
1: So
3: it's really cute to see. I just think it's like one of those games that maybe you'd pick up and just chill out to sort of thing.
0: So I'm gonna say it it's Stardew Valley for Fuddies.
3: Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, totally and it cute. comes out <laughs> the third of September. Um so it does look <laughs> cute
4: It
0: like. does look really cute. It does I mean, it's the- is a bear like a proper bear, so that says it all, but yeah. I made it
3: it <laughs> and then, last but not least, we've got Spirit Fader. Um, it was on Game Pass for a little bit and uh, comes out August 3rd. So, premise of the game, probably not giving away too much, is that you're essentially a Grim Reaper, uh, a Grim Reaper, I don't know how it works. <laughs> you're a Grim <laughs> Reaper, but in like a cuter style. Um, and you get to kind of help uh, characters pass on, um. And um, yeah, you get to like run your own boat, uh, cook some food and stuff, and then upgrades and a bit of farming as well. So yeah, that's a pretty pretty decent game. It's been out for a little bit, but it's now coming to PS4 and Switch. Um, and that's on August 3rd. Oh, I like 3rd. Look oh, nice. that.
4: that looks really, yeah, that's right up my straight. Bit weird.
0: Yeah, I'm just yeah. looking at it here, and the tagline for it is a cozy management game about dying. Oh, yeah, oh yeah.
4: Wonderful. But like
3: <laughs> I love that kind of stuff.
2: It's just the pick me up I need <laughs> after Covid lockdown. <laughs>
3: no, right? <laughs> it's so cute because you even get to like hug them and stuff in the game. And I know that just sounds like really like sad, but it's just so cute and heartwarming. So
1: so yeah. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's cool. Looks good.
0: Looks good. Yeah. Um okay. Thank you uh, for Gladwell's obscure corner.
1: We're going to get you your own
0: segment, your own obscure segment, because you just it. talk about games that no one else has
1: heard of. We need a jingle.
3: I'll, I'll take
0: that. <laughs> yeah. we, we need a jingle. We'll, we'll, I'll try and get someone to make us a jingle. For <laughs> now. Um, now, there is a bit of news that, that broke yesterday um, that I think we should talk about, um, and it's Valve's Steam Deck, um, yes. which is essentially portable gaming PC, I don't know. I don't want to, to describe it as really. Um, I think that's pretty much it, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I was blown away like just by the announcement. It looks like a switch. or It looks like a Game Gear or a Gabe Gear, as, uh, as you <laughs> called it, Kai. Which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm it, pass it sounds on that. interesting. Um, it, it, I think, it looks nice but I'm just not sure how well it'll work. And Valve's hardware has not got the best reputation. Mm. Like, I've got the the Steam controller, and it's not great. I've got the Steam, what's it called, the streaming thing, and that's not great. I I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. Are are, are we interested in this? Are you intrigued?
3: I mean, yeah. Like, I've never, the first time I'm hearing about it, is it you you can play, like, your Steam library on a go, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be fantastic. Basically,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, basically, that's what it is. said anything you could do on a PC, you'd be doing it.
4: It's insanely reasonable if that's, if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Bearing in mind what I've just spent on my PC. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, true, that's true. It's, it's a ridiculous price.
2: But I think they've yeah. seen a gap in the market there. And certainly with the way Oculus has gone, like Oculus headsets mm. are now quite cheap in comparison to their competitors.
1: So, they've yeah, probably that's...
2: looked at this market for mobile AAA gaming and gone, actually, we can do that. And even if we do it at a loss, we'll make the money back on the Steam library. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
4: yeah, that's a good point.
2: I think I a lot of the people that would buy this, though,
0: like the people that be aimed at already have massive Steam libraries. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking like, man, this would be so nice because I have. I Have so many games. Thanks Steam for all your fucking sales. Um, <laughs> like I have so many games, like this would be fantastic just to be able to like even if you're like commuting a work or something like that, mm. just to get in a few hours,
1: it'd be oh, well, yeah. See see that's what what, like
0: to. it intrigues me and I think I would be I would consider it, but the thing that does put me off is I don't have a commute to work. <laughs> I walk downstairs. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't have that time to spend like spend I've Mm. already got my Switch I play my Game Boys quite a lot so I don't know I don't know like the the price is is attractive the device itself it looks nice it's it's Steam and I I think I'll wait and see how people respond to it and stuff um, I mean, just as a like a a, a bit of an overview of, of the spec of this thing. Um, so it's got a seven-inch touchscreen, which is which will be the same size as the Switch OLED version yeah. that's coming out in October. It's got sixteen gig of RAM, which is pretty decent. Um, decent. It's got an AMD Zen two um, CPU, which is which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, now the thing that worries me as well is the storage. Now there's yeah. different versions of it there's a 64 gigabyte version and um, which is it's tiny isn't it like you're not yeah. you're, you you can't mm. install warzone on that you can't install red dead redemption on that no. or halo or, or or whatever then there's a 256 gig which is an ssd so that is a lot more attractive and it'll be faster then there's a 512 gig which is a high speed ssd and um, they all have micro sd slots so you can add your own data and, and like memory into it
1: oh, but right, of right.
0: course that's probably going to impact on performance Um yeah. i think i can't remember what the battery was oh yeah the, the screen's 1280 by 800 um which while it's not dazzling it would still look really really nice um yeah. because it's it's such it's a, such a small screen, like the switch screen, looks beautiful. Um, now, so their their um, estimate for battery life on this is two to eight hours of gameplay. Mm. That's quite a big gap.
4: <laughs> so it could that's be two a hours massive gap.
0: Hours. So yeah, it's. I think I think you would probably lean towards the two hours with that, wouldn't you? Yeah,
3: especially um, if it's like The Witcher or something you're playing. Like it's a pretty heavy, hefty game. Well, this
2: is it. Exactly. Yeah. Any sort of mobile mobile gaming device, ultimately, as powerful as it might be, as beautiful as might be, as ergonomic as it might be, ultimately it's going to come down to the battery life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And absolutely. So it's like, is is the is the eight hours with all the settings turned right down? The screen's barely visible because the brightness is all (laughs) the way down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. And you're playing something not demanding, and is the two hours with it all on max like we need to see sort of tech demos and people analyzing it really i think that's the main barrier for a lot of people yeah
1: yeah
0: absolutely i mean there is videos of uh, ign i think i had the first look and they've got a video of of their use i've not watched it yet um i probably should have for this podcast but yeah i i i I see what you're saying that that would be the killer for me i'm going to wait and see what people think of it um because what worries me is it's quite it's fairly powerful for for the size of it it's obviously more powerful than a switch but well, that yeah. thing's gonna get hot i was mm. gonna say
4: how are they cooling that thing yeah it looks yeah. like it'd be quite toasty like <laughs> carrying a little jet engine around it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> could you it imagine you're on the bus and it just goes me yeah. it's really, uh, that's, uh, that's uh,
2: what i'm yeah.
4: thinking of
2: I love that one of the promotional images they've put out is two people playing Star Valley and like you put out this absolute monster of a handheld. And it's like, yeah, let's show this 2D sprite game. Yeah. And like I mean,
0: I'm a big emulator guy and, and things like that. I love emulation and that sort of thing. That this would be perfect for that sort of thing, because you could literally you could emulate a switch on it
4: yeah well, yeah, I true, yeah. It
0: because that would be illegal but
4: i mean yeah, you know. not trouble
0: but well you yeah. could do <laughs> yeah, you can you could emulate xbox ps2 whatever on this machine and Allegedly yeah, like allegedly <laughs> I've, I on, I've seen the bad boys talk about it on reddit
4: yeah naughty boys um, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um so yeah I'm, I'm completely on the fence like one minute i'm thinking oh do you know what that's for the price of it that's pretty reasonable. I think I'll buy it. And then I think, uh, would I use it? But then I think, mm, I don't know. I think I'll wait until it's out. Although I'm just looking at the, um, you can pre-order it, and it says that the earliest ones now for the not smallest ones are now quarter one and quarter two next year. So Mm. we've got ages to wait for that. Mm. Um,
4: I'm going to hold off. It's one of those things that I'll, if, if it looks good, I'll buy Steam Deck 2. Yeah. true yeah
3: yeah i like the way they, i like That's the way you what think I, I usually yeah. end up doing with this, this stuff
4: wait, 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 for wait for them to, the to switch yeah let them, let them work all the kinks out with that one
2: steam, steam deck pro now with increased battery load now <laughs> <laughs> for two and a half hours mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the fact that the small one doesn't have an ssd is quite concerning yeah yes, i like that <laughs>
3: put a point of me, but you get a carrying case with it. Oh,
4: nice.
2: Oh,
0: well, it's
2: not me. You know what?
0: You know what I was actually thinking? Because like, people, I seen it immediately when it was announced, that people complained because the analog sticks are in line with each other. I think that would be there because that's how your hand goes on a controller. Like, it just fits comfier. But when you've got that, your hand's covered in the touchpad that you would use for the mouse. So oh, surely... Yeah. You're going to touch it. You're not going to. I don't know. I don't know. I suppose (laughs) it's going to be hard to to know until you actually play it, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Cool. Uh, Do we have any other news, or shall we move on to what we've been playing?
3: One last bit today. Zelda skyward Sword is out. So. Oh yeah. Hopefully it is. I picked it up begrudgingly. I picked it up, but then I went the full (laughs) hog, and I was like, I'm glad I did. I would say as well if you're pre ordering stuff, um, I would Never check it out. I do. I do all the time. I'm really bad for it. Like... You
0: definitely should not pre order
3: stuff. I the do. Devil. I know. Um, but the like, game... <laughs> I got like two little bonuses. Like, I got a t shirt um, and I got like a keychain with it, which I was really surprised about. It's just nice to get something a little extra, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah, so, how am I yeah, going to get a
4: fr- yeah. not... I need a free bobblehead when... with a full time. Oh, That's the it. only way you can do it. <laughs>
1: Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. What, like,
4: <laughs>
3: <Shabonis is.
4: laughs>
0: um Zelda is good though. Um I've i played a little bit of it and I like how they've got around the the motion controls, like you hold the L button to move the camera around. And it's a free yeah. it's a free camera, not like in the Wii version. Pretty nice, so.
3: That's why yeah. I picked it up because I was like if it's motion controls, nope. But the fact that they've added it in that's that that was a like a was going to be a deal breaker for me but now that they've said that you can just use the controls I'm like yeah, I'm all in, that's cool Yeah, awesome. that's, give this yeah, a go, another go <laughs> so yeah. yeah
0: cool, 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 cool okay. Uh, right, okay, so we'll go on to what we have been playing um, so Kai, do you want to tell us what you've been playing this week,
2: this last couple of weeks, whatever oh my goodness, so many things, so many things <laughs> I, it, it feels like a resurgence of some older games that I've not touched for a while for me Oh, nice. So so I've recently gotten back into Sea of Thieves in quite a big way. Yeah. Or or should I, I say, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I absolutely love it. So for for me, like it's, it's got a lot of nostalgia because in the first year when it came out, me and my wife played the absolute hell out of that game. <laughs> we're we're year one Pirate Legends, I'll have you know. So we're serious. <laughs> business. Oh wow, that is um, impressive. <laughs> so we absolutely no lifed it in year one, and we've started <laughs> playing it again recently and trying not to get addicted at the same time. Um But yeah, it's just great. It's such a cool, like, chill-out game, and it's such a unique experience on the market. I don't think there's anything like it. Like, yeah, I, I, it yeah, I think I agree, yeah.
1: There.
2: If you say to, say to someone, oh, what do you like playing? And they say Sea of Thieves, and you think, right, what can I recommend this person to play? I cannot think of any other game... That gives that kind of experience. It's just yeah. completely freeform, and you never know what you're going to get in that play session. Yeah, the yeah. Same. I mean, yeah.
4: Yeah. I think
0: I would recommend any other rare games because it's got the sort of rare humor and look to it. Oh, um, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're it's, they're not the same. Like, they're not the same type of game. But I think that'd be the closest you could get. I think just because obviously it's made by Rare, but um, yeah. I mean, you played it in year one compared to now. Like, the, yeah. the amount of content there is now, because I, oh, I remember when I played it at first, and I was like, oh, I got bored after a couple of hours. I'd, I'd never played it since, until yeah. fairly recently. But the amount of content is just unreal now.
2: So it's it's night and day. Um, From release Sea of Thieves until modern-day Sea of Thieves, there's probably 600% more content, or, if you want yeah. to put a figure on it. Like, it's insane how much more there is now. But I've always yeah. maintained that the real game of Sea of Thieves isn't the voyages and the quests and stuff it's just what you get up to and the dynamic interactions you have with other people
1: yeah it,
2: yeah even even if it's something as small as i see a ship coming towards us what do we do and then it's you know wh- where you take that scenario from Then the real content isn't digging up chess that's just the reason to leave port to me
0: yeah it's about like, the journey what we did when we seen other ships was die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you've seen me then. <laughs>
4: Johnny and I can teach you some tricks now, Fox. We've got it. We've yeah, got it under control. You're... We're pretty
2: good. Okay, good. That's good. But the the new the new Pirates of the Caribbean stuff they brought out is absolutely fantastic.
4: It's brilliant, isn't it? It's, it's so really fun. good.
2: Yeah, they've absolutely captured the magic of those disney films and yeah. the ride to and an the extent. ride
4: yeah exactly i was just gonna say they've it's I've, be, I've been on that ride um yeah i loved that ride as a kid <laughs> so um yeah it's so much like the ride it's brilliant they've really managed to just the music's there that's characters are there it's just it's brilliant
2: mm. well i mean i don't want to spoil it but it uh in the first two missions you hear a lot of lines that sound kind of janky and that's because Mm -hmm. they've literally sampled the ride yeah oh
4: wow And you hear um like there's there's a part in the ride where you go through like a pirate town and they're clearly in a like a tavern and drinking and getting Mm -hmm. rowdy and you can hear bits of that and it's recreated in, in one of the bits you have to run through it's I can't recommend it enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. absolutely superb. And um, hats off to Rare to like, keep it going this strong after what, three years now? Yeah. 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 So yeah, so, yeah re- really been back into that, been on the old GTA RP, as I mentioned earlier, um, oh, which yeah. is quite the experience. Um, if you've ever done sort of role play on that, GTA is an absolute fantastic engine for enabling that. Cause there's just so much you can do. Um, yeah, that's that's been that's been a great time. Yeah, um, I've
0: been enjoying reading about people's stories, and yeah,
2: I'm not in it yet. Um, I, I was uh,
0: being quite busy, but um, I'm going to be in it, and I'm, I'm quite look forward to it, Just easing myself into it, and uh,
2: yeah, well, yeah. I'm, who's your character? Who's your character? I'm Reggie, and my wife is Maggie. If you've seen oh, us, about nice. we we own the bar in it called Tequila. La. It's where all the big uh, in-game events happen at the moment. so oh, nice. No, it's it's oh, wow. quite a lot of fun. It's quite a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so besides that, I mean generally I stream horror games, so playing Sea of Thieves at the moment has been a bit of a a bit of a, a move out of my comfort zone streaming wise, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> because uh like leading up to Resident Evil 8, I basically played all of them in a row. Um uh, yeah. So that was good. That was a bit of an eye opener into the series, certainly. Um, yeah. Then, but yeah, you know, just just sort of playing the usual stuff, you know, a bit of Dead by Daylight, bit of Wreckfest. Uh, the steamer's choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's a game as well that has gone through significant changes over the years. I've been playing yeah. DVD since it was in Alpha or Beta, I think. And they've just done so well with that. I don't think they ever anticipated it to be as much of a hit as it was. And it's absolutely no, I think, meteoric. I think
0: Lockdown had a lot to do with that. Um, mm. because it was such a, such a community game isn't it mm-hmm. um, I'm
2: shit at it I am really really shit at it so I don't play it anymore well, <laughs> I don't play things I'm shit at <laughs> the the thing I always tell new players is if you've played under 100 hours you're shit so don't worry about it I'll everyone's on, shit under 100, 100 hours hour so. <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah
0: that's fair Alright, cool. Is that everything you've been playing this week then?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I've been sort of flittering from things to things, but yeah, excellent. Blazer, is- um, do you want to tell us what you've been playing?
3: Uh, yeah, I've not been playing a lot. Um, I played. Well, we tried to play some Halo, didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: um, did not go well.
3: So that um, did not go well. I'll be on the cars in the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did play the first um, Tales for Sea Thieves, which was absolutely spot on. Everything you you were saying, like it is just like it's like a Disney ride. <laughs> it's, it's just so incredible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, it's just been dying a lot in Sekiro, and just as like a chill out game, I've been playing House Flipper.
1: Oh, a <laughs> um, bit game. random, but it's
3: it's really really I fun. You
1: were
0: playing that. I was like, what the fuck is House Flipper? <laughs>
3: Like tidying no up air people's air houses. i you
4: let me play it? Did you oh, let me play it? Oh, I mean, oh Limmy used to do hilarious streams on it where he would like, you know, do like carpenter talk.
3: Oh, <laughs> like... I, need, I need to watch that. Now. <laughs> yeah, but like, if, if you've not, if anybody's not played it, it's just kind of like your. It's in the name flipping houses. Like you're just you're going into an absolute shithole hole and then trying to make it look presentable. Um, like you can tile, paint, um, like decorate and also like clean. Sounds like the a job. job. Pretty much, like, but it's it's more chilled out because it's you know it's cathartic. just that click. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that mm, power washer again.
4: Washing
2: similar.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. What, have you actually have you seen a hotel renovator that's coming out soon?
3: I've no. not, but I'm going to have a look at that.
4: There's a,
2: there's a demo on Steam. It's basically everything House Flipper is, but better, and you get a whole hotel. Oh, imagine <laughs> Hey, Imagine, you put this. imagine 500 this. hours into that. Yeah, yeah wow. I guess. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have the best hotel ever. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> but, cool. Yeah. Wait, is, is that all you be playing? Yeah, that's all I've that's been playing. Uh, I've not yeah, had a lot I've of, been of time lately. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, I've I've reinstalled Halo, so we'll see how we'll see how that goes. Fingers Hopefully crossed.
0: Hopefully, that goes better. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: <fingers> uh, cool. <laughs> Sammy. Damage, John. Tell us what you've been playing.
4: Oh, I've been playing, oh, well, Sea of Thieves. Um, Yay! <laughs> it's brilliant, um, Johnny. And I got back into it before the Tall Tales, um, the parts, the Caribbean stuff came out, and luckily, we just got good enough. <laughs> So we could we could manage those tall tales. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. I know everybody's already gone on about it, so I won't too much. But it, it's brilliant, and if you've got it or you've got Game Pass, just do it. It's it's such a laugh, um, and much like Koi said, it's about the experiences you're having. So recently, we've had you standard griefers um, who have just sunk us <laughs> immediately. Or but, sorry, but, but, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm gonna watch out for you. Now. <laughs> um, we get, but we are, we are getting better at handling them um, because we had a very, very positive experience where a guy um, called to us from afar and said, um, "I'm not gonna hurt you. You're too bad for me to hurt you." <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you how to, let me show you, it's true, ask Johnny, let me show you how to kill
1: things.
4: Wow. He, a, a, he joined our discord for the night and waited the 10 minutes and then came wow. into the voice chat. He was so great. I think he was like a Dutch guy. Um, he came into the chat um, and he just got on our sloop and took us to take down galleons Uh, for a good few hours, and I think we turned it off at like 1am, it was so fun, and we're loaded now,
2: (laughs) and we're wicked,
4: (laughs) (laughs) and we're getting far too big for our boots, Um, so yeah, that and uh, I played Not Tonight, the Brexit game, uh, because I like a bit of what (laughs) i love bureaucracy you know i do anything in a game where i have to stamp stuff makes me really happy so (laughs) this this one yes so this is (laughs) papers please but in brexit britain and uh you play as someone who's who is actually like born in britain but uh, you've got like some far off um, European heritage, <laughs> so you're persona non grata, and you have to become a bouncer and live in um, like a horrible tower block, um, <laughs> and it's just really, really bizarre. You have to go and work in bars and help the resistance uh, end Brexit, and uh, it's great. What is this? Are you, are you oh,
3: this- <laughs> No, no. I think I, I saw it on Steam and I was like, ooh, what is that? it's, I was it's like, really, I you, I it's really I
4: was, funny. It's really funny. Like little clicky and check people's ID and see if they're allowed into the bar. Oh no, they're not because they're Irish. Get out. <laughs> Honestly, it's really it's very funny though because you work for the resistance. Um and I really enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, just see so if thieves are it not very
0: different. I'll give you that.
4: <laughs> it's, it's the um, British papers, please. Uh, is how it well, describe they do, it. they
2: do say that gaming is like fantasy fulfillment, don't they? <laughs> is, this yeah, your, is this your yeah, dream job? Yeah. <laughs> Resistance
4: member, yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, is, that, is that is that not
2: penate?
0: Is that what it's called? Yes. Ah right, okay. It's
4: on the Switch. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I, it was
3: on I'm not gonna like. I thought you said not tonight. Like I'm not playing it tonight. Like
4: it's called. It's called not tonight, and you play a bouncer, uh, and it's a very hmm. funny little story, and there's got multiple endings. So um, oh, okay. I've played through one, and I'm just going for another now. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I oh, I it, actually, I really.
0: because I, I really like papers, please. So I think I'm genuinely might actually check this
1: out.
4: Yeah, you'll you'll love it. It's great if you like that kind of bureaucracy game. You're gonna love not tonight. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's it really for me. What about you, Fox? What have you been playing? Um, I you have had time. <laughs>
0: I've, I've not had much time. I must admit, yeah. but I've since I'm allowed back on stream. The the gods of of <laughs> Twitch have allowed me second chance. Um, I started well I continued God of War on the PS4 um, I'm nearly finished that I think there's only a couple more chapters to do it's a bloody good game mm. it's so good, it looks beautiful it's just visceral and brutal the kid is fucking annoying but at the same <laughs> time, he was growing on me and then he just got even more annoying when he found out, I'm not going to spoil it but like, he became even more annoying and just like, just rip his head off Kratos, just rip off and then it's done <laughs> Just rip them in half, we're good. Um, <laughs> but I'm hoping to I'm hoping to finish that soon on stream. Um, where I've actually been playing Metroid Fusion on the Game Boy Advance.
2: Oh, um, no,
0: so well. oh, what a game! It's so good. The music is so good. It looks amazing. Um, it's it, I don't know. It's it, it's not that challenging. Uh, if I'm honest, like it's fairly fairly simple. Um, but it can be quite frustrating not knowing where to go next and having to blow up this tiny little square that doesn't look any different from anywhere else. Um, but it's a very, very good game. Um, I've been enjoying playing my Game Boy recently. So um, if, if, if you like Metroid um, or if you like Metroidvania games, I recommend Fusion. Um, I'm going to go play through them all. So that's um, pretty good. Um, I almost played Halo with Glazer. Um, almost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <All of us. laughs>
0: um, what else did I play? Oh, I'll give you an update actually on the longing.
1: Yes, <gasps> yes, yes. i was he's gonna, gonna ask. That's great.
0: So, I don't know if you've heard of the Long- longing, longing Um, basically, it's a game where, like, I-, I talk about it all the time on the podcast. But um, you play this shade, this like slave guy of a king, and the king gets encased in rock or goes to sleep, and you have to wake him up. In 400 days, but it's 400 days real time. All um, oh, right, but there is ways to speed up the clock by doing things, reading, and being asleep and stuff like that. Um, I'm just going to check. I can't remember how many days I've got left. Um, I can. I've got 318. Uh, sorry, 308 days left. Um, I have collected a lot more books. And because it's got books in it that are actual real books, like it's got Moby Dick, so you can sit and read Moby Dick. Oh, um, wow. And read the whole book. Um, But if the character reads it, then one second becomes four seconds. It takes four seconds off the counter instead of one. um, Mm. And things like that. And it's just about exploration and stuff. Um, So I, I don't have that much else to report on it, if I'm honest, I've just got 308 days, which is obviously a long time. The um, biggest And sometimes like, you, you came across <laughs> things, like there was one, there was a drip falling and it was filling up this area and you had to wait two weeks or a month or something for it to fill up enough so you could climb out of it onto the, the other ledge, things that's like that, and, and they happen in real time, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's about it, I'll be playing. And um, in fact, this has been a while um, since I've been on the podcast, I did finish that this is not a game. Um, I think Lemian streamed it at one point, but I came across it on Rob, Rob stream. It's basically a point-and-click adventure, you know, a point-and-click game where you are playing a game, but the game is telling you that it's not a game, and um, it's just really, really fun. It's really inventive. It's funny. Um, it's clever, it's got some proper point and click tropes to it as well um, I finished that so um, it's not hugely long maybe 3 or 4 hours um, highly recommend it if you are a point and click adventure game
2: fan like me uh, but yeah, that's about it um, I take it that's a very like meta game where it breaks the fourth wall a lot uh, yes,
0: essentially yeah, because he uh... the game starts talking to you as the player and like I don't want to give anything away in case anyone is playing it or wants to play it, but mm. so, like, there, there's a scene where, it, where you can see a point-and-click game, but then it's on a screen, but you can turn around and go to the back of the screen and see the scene from the other side so you can see stuff that's behind walls and stuff. It, it's, it's complicated. It's confusing. Oh, it's not complicated. It's confusing to talk about, but yeah, it is very meta and breaking the fourth wall. Um, I like that, though. I like that a lot. Um, that well, sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah awesome. I think that's me. Um, I've got Zelda as well. I'm gonna play that um this week. So
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. also cool. I will just chime in since we've talked about sea thieves and Halo. I think mm-hmm. I think don't quote me on it, but um just to keep an eye on it for your Twitch like rewards and stuff, um, that they're doing for Infinite, I think they're doing like a Halo themed ship. So you can get like the sail um and like all like, the kit, the cannons, everything oh, yes, for your yeah so oh just keep nice. a little eye on that um because oh nice. they did do it previously and one of my mates has it and he k- kitted out his boat and it looks fucking fantastic yeah it
2: Spartan <laughs> Yeah, it amazing
3: it looks awesome so keep a little eye out um because i think twitch might be doing it for um ultimate uh not infinity no um infinite. words how does infinite there we go the third time lucky <laughs> um so yeah just keep a little eye out on your your twitch um, rewards so Oh yeah, there
0: is one there. It's called Sea of Thieves Elemental Power Figurehead.
3: Yeah, I think it's. I've um...
0: yeah, actually got like the Xbox symbol as like a what they call it, the
2: wheel thing.
3: Yeah, they do pretty some some really Look good ones, especially for Sea of Thieves. Like uh... yeah, they go yeah. all
2: out with the skins. Yeah, yeah, it's a good thing.
0: Uh, right, cool. Yeah, so that is what we'd be playing this week. <laughs> Evil. Move on to. We're going to talk a bit about the Resident Evil games um, because of the coincide with the, the the release of the Resident Evil Infinite Darkness series on Netflix, um, which we have not seen as yet. I do have seen a couple of episodes. Um, mm-hmm. What's it like? Like, do you, do you like it? Do you like? I mean, you'd have to go into too much detail. Um, just
2: first impressions. Um. It's difficult. It's difficult to say because if they're going somewhere interesting with it, then awesome. But it's got a bit of a rocky start, to be honest. Um, if you've ever seen any of the other animated films, it's more in the vein of that than, say, the games. Right. Um, so it's, it's okay. Like, it's okay. The animation's a little rough. Um, after seeing some other things recently, going to that's a little jarring. Um, oh, really? Right. It's it's alright. It's alright. I prefer the games to be honest.
0: Yeah. Um I will probably check it out at some point. I've got lots to watch on um on Netflix. So um but yeah, so I mean what's what's your you guys' history with Resident Evil? Have you played any at all? Or have you played all of them?
1: <laughs> what?
4: I've played the I've played the remakes. Uh oh, right, okay. they, they did on the PlayStation. Um they were they were great. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> really scary um it's one of those games that i i go through like periods of wanting to play horror games and but i only play them at night with the you know lights off and the curtains drawn so i get the proper experience um nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i really really like to do a number on myself when i'm playing these games um, but yeah i'm I just thought... gonna show myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it properly <laughs> um, and i'm st- i'm haven't played village yet but i'm really excited to 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 play it i've watched other people play it and that's been a joy uh and Mm -hmm. to be honest i wasn't going to bother with it and then i saw a few other people play it and now i want to i want to play it and i want that big hat mod uh so yeah that's that's mine i've got i'm not a huge i wouldn't say i'm a huge fan but they're games i've really enjoyed and i like stuff that scares me and uh a couple of the the Resident games re- are really scary. <laughs> Amazing.
0: yeah. Um, I mean, it's good that you, you like you played the, the remakes. I've not played the remakes. I have them. I've just not played them yet. Um, but I like I've got quite a long history with Resident Evil because mm-hmm. I got the first one um, on my PlayStation um, when it came out. I got it for Christmas from my big brother, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that much about it. I was quite young. Uh, I can't remember when it came out. Um, well, I was quite young.
4: The yeah was 96
0: yeah. i
1: think 96 so i
0: was 12 i remember getting it and it was it was a
1: a 50 yeah, on
0: the box yeah um and i didn't really know what to expect and i can remember just getting on christmas day running up and playing it on my playstation um and just being like this is amazing and i can remember getting stuck in it and but just powering through and, and i ended up finishing it and loved it and I'll, I will always remember. It's obviously it's, it's a cliche at this point. The dogs jumping through the window um, and yeah. near the start of the game. But that I've never seen anything like that in a game before. I can remember I can, like, actually remember jumping out of my fucking skin when that <laughs> happened because I was not expecting it at all. Um, obviously now, yeah. I mean, I am a shite bag. I'm a well known shite bag. I'm a self confessed <laughs> shite bag. Um, Captain right then... then yeah, <laughs> 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 and I, I was fine and I loved it. And, um, Resident Evil 2, like when, when that came out, I was all over it. It's, it it's one two. of my favorite games, genuinely love it. And um, it's just such a cool idea. The characters are amazing. I think it's the, the best one,
2: it's my favorite one. Um, at least, have you, I've not played the remake of the first one.
0: Uh, no, I, I have started the GameCube um, version. Is that the the one you mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, the one that came out in, like, 2002. Yeah, I, I do have it
0: on GameCube, and I did start it um, because I want to try and play through the all, because I want to get to Village. Um, mm. I just don't want to go to 5 and 6. It's really terrible. <laughs> um, and I've, never finished, I've never finished 4. I've never really played 4, so... Um oh, I've been sort of looking up
2: for a good week to play that. I've heard the Wii version's the best version, so well, yeah. I mean I I've recently played through all of them. Um yeah. and I absolutely adore this series. I really do. Um there's a couple of misfires, like with certain parts of five, and mm-hmm. six is one big misfire. Um completely, it completely goes against the entire franchise's core tenants, I think. But when you think about what this series represents, like there was nothing like it when it came around. And when the first game came out, it basically invented a genre of gaming that is now massive, which is survival horror. And it was basically the first real game within that genre. And so many games to this day take tropes from it and move it forwards, such as inventory management and you know, seeking out upgrades and that and you look at a game like resident evil 4 see that that was the one that blew me the away the most on stream because mm-hmm. i was playing through it and i'm just every 20 minutes or so i'm just like holy crap like this is this is a damn good game like really really good and there's things that it does in it that modern games do now that you'll see in like the last of us part two and Uncharted and all these like big third person adventure games that everyone loves now that you know Sony seem to put out several of a year yeah. and they can all trace their roots back to Resident Evil 4 the even even like the camera perspective of over the right shoulder, over the like shoulder. not, yeah, not yeah, quite yeah. not quite center um it's a phenomenal series I absolutely love the Resident Evil I could talk about it for hours <laughs> I really <laughs> could um <laughs> I, I absolutely gush over the Resident Evil series and is it six was such a misstep? I had no idea what happened there. They probably saw the money that like COD was making and stuff, and they thought, "Let's do a cover a cover based action game with loads of quick time events." It's like, no, 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 that's not why people play your games. Yeah, but, yeah. But th- thank God when they brought out seven, they decided actually we're going to make a horror game again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's a real return to form I think for the franchise. And Village was. Even better than seven, I dare say. Village is fantastic; it's a really good game.
0: Yeah, I've heard. I've heard the uh, they're the really good. I've not played any of them for for a while, as I say. Like I've been out with the series for quite a long time. Mm. Um, but they seem to be they 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 did sort of lose their way a little bit, but now they went right. We're going horror and we're going yeah. hard, and they're doing it and they're doing it well. So. I don't think they should change it up right now. I think if you got another village, uh, or DLC for village, or something in the same sort of vein, then that'll keep them going for for for, for quite a while. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm...
4: Go
0: on, sorry. No, I was just going to say, like you're right. Like the the things that are in modern video games now, um, basically all come from from Resident Evil. You didn't have. Uh, the jump scares and like you said the inventory which annoyed the shit out of me sometimes like it does but at the same time it puts you it puts that fear into you because you're like well i can't mm-hmm. carry everything so i need to prioritize it or even to the point where oh i can't actually walk and shoot at the same time i could do one or the other Um and so, I, I can remember when it first came out with big thing was the door opening animations and people got mm-hmm. annoyed by it and I loved it because you're like, I don't know what's another story of this door and it just mm-hmm.
2: built up the anticipation yeah. and yeah, it's just it, awesome, awesome, awesome games. Um, it's, it's interesting what you say about the inventory management because that is part of a larger system which just, if it doesn't have that, it's not survival horror in my mind and yeah. that is that every action you take is a decision and you whether you realize it or not, you are you are weighing up pros and cons and risk versus reward with everything you do. from every bullet you fire, you think, well, am I gonna need these bullets later? Can I run past this enemy? What about if I don't kill this enemy? Is he gonna get me later? Like everything is risk and reward. And it's the same even like, oh, I've got two slots left in my inventory, oh, but this item takes up two slots. Should I pick it up now? What if I then need something else later? Like everything yeah. you do throughout this series, except for the shit ones, obviously. <laughs> but, but, but at least, at least for the good ones, and I'm very, I'm very glad that eight brought back the proper inventory system from four. And right. that uh, certainly, when I was playing certain parts in the game, I'm I was struggling for space, and I'm having to decide. Well, hang on, do I leave these items? Do I take these items? Do, like, do I backtrack? Do I spend an hour like? Going back and forth to make sure I get all these things. Anything that involves decision making, whether you realise it or not, will always make for compelling gameplay. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Um,
2: what I like about it,
0: the the, the series um, as a whole, as well, is that, well, at first they were like they know that like they release really, obviously one and two massive hits. They were going to release. Um, well, Code of Veronica was supposed to be three, and yeah, then they went. Right. Well, actually, let's cash in, throw mm-hmm. Nemesis out, and I think then was quite a big change because Code of Veronica was very different from the original. Um, two, yeah. three was obviously like a follow-on from the first two, and then from there you've got the the other games that sort of went off like Survivor, like the the, the on-rail shooter games, and um, like then you got the remakes and. Uh, and um, what's it called? Um, is it Mercenaries? Um, yeah, like Mercenaries. Like you've right, got right, those right. offshoots and stuff, and then, so it sort of grew into this huge, huge thing. Um, mm. it's, but
2: you, yeah, and obviously you've got the films, which mm. I, I hope we're not going to talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the films are an interesting topic because I think the film's real misstep was that they tried to imitate the games. Because you look at the first film, it's it's very, very loosely related to Resident Evil. It's basically yeah. its own its own thing. Yeah. It's very loosely. Like the fact that there's zombies and there's the Umbrella Corp and that's about it. Mm-hmm. But, but then for some reason they did like, oh, let's shoehorn Nemesis into this. Let's shoehorn like the sort of different types of enemies from some of the later games into these films. And it just comes across very forced. It's strange. They they probably would have ended up like a weird horror series akin to like Fast and Furious, where like they just keep spewing them out. But it's their own yeah. thing, and no one takes it seriously. It's just a bit of fun. But then, yeah, I mean, uh,
0: w, Paul W S Anderson he directed yeah. all the films. Oh yeah, and he shot them up the wall. And his wife is the fucking lead character in them all. They've now been yeah. over to Monster Hunter, so hopefully now they'll re- leave Resident Evil alone, <laughs> and someone else can reboot it, and that'll be. Uh, it will be awesome. Well, yeah. Hopefully they just never touch it again. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean <laughs> that that would be fine as well. Yeah. Um Gladys, I know you've not you've not really played any of them, have you? Is that right?
1: Yeah,
3: or no you... I'm I've not I've not played any of these series. I've watched a fair few of them, but, like, I'm a bit odd. Like, I I love horror. I absolutely adore horror. But when it comes to games and zombies, I ain't the best. Um, Like, they scare the shit out of me. <laughs> so I'll play them, like, games sort of like, I would never play them on stream, because I'd be literally, like, screaming, um, but I'll play them, like, (laughs) Please play them on stream. stream. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I got got scared,
3: I played uh, Little Nightmares on stream, and I got scared at a door, and I screamed,
1: (laughs) so, like,
3: oh, I I don't know how to cope with a camera on me playing those kind of games, but it's just, just when it comes to zombies and stuff like that, like, the the Resident Evils kind of scare me a little bit, um... But I did watch a Level Boy play through a village a little bit and scared the absolute shit out of me. He did so well, he did so well. But I was like, nope, I <laughs> can't. He? But they, they look incredible, and and like I'm I'm a fan from from afar, sort of thing. <laughs> but I've not I've not taken the dive to actually play them. But I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. They are yep.
4: super scary, but I think they're also like, but particularly like the um village and then. Some of the early ones brilliantly tongue in cheek, Mm. and they get their own like they they the Chris punching a rock thing and like they they bring it back and do it again (laughs) and they're like remember (laughs) this this is ridiculous wasn't it like and I I appreciate bits like that particularly in like horror and survival horror because every now and then I love immersion but every now and then I I I am quite happy to be reminded that it's just a game um and I think they're quite good at doing that.
2: They are. They, it's very like Evil Dead. Yeah, in that, in that sense. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Which, which actually, Seven is basically Evil Dead. The game, to be honest, it's got a lot of references to Evil Dead throughout that game. I think. I
3: think it. I just
2: reminded <laughs> me that they're bringing out uh, another Evil
0: Dead game, which is pretty cool. Um,
3: see I'm fine with like Left for Dead and stuff like that, but I don't know. I don't know. Do you think do you think it's like I've probably like hyped it up too much by this point for the Resident Evil games? But as a newbie to it, like what would be your suggestion? Like what game would you suggest to someone who's never played the series? Like do you start from the, the first one or can you jump into like any of the series?
2: I mean I would I would personally recommend Resident Evil 2 remake. As a, as a jumping in point for a new person, um, it, it I, I don't know if you guys are aware that, um, that game is actually the game of the year across all ratings on, um, uh, Metacritic for oh, wow. 2000, to 2019. And there's mm-hmm. good games that came out that year, very good games. Um, yeah. but that averaged out to be the best reviewed game of the year.
4: It was a great yeah, game. I've
2: heard, yeah, I've heard a lot about it, and it, it's pretty much all. Positive,
0: and mm-hmm. um, not so much the three remake. No, um, but I've, I've, I've heard it's, it's still a good game in its own right. It's mm-hmm. just a bit forced. I think um four as and as two
2: general. are the
4: better. Four and two are the better remakes. I think. Yeah,
2: seven seven and eight are both incredible as well. Um, but yeah. probably the best out and out game that is a Resident Evil game is probably one's remake, the GameCube one,
1: because
2: mm-hmm. you can get it on PC. Um, it's just perfection it really is and there's so many puzzles in that and they introduce new gameplay elements it's just an absolute blast from start to finish and it's not that scary because the graphics aren't good yeah oh, that's, a good,
3: that's,
2: that's, a, that's good a good point that's that's a very good yeah
4: <laughs>
3: yeah amazing do, do you are they all connected um yes. all, all the games mm-hmm. yeah, yes ah,
1: cool.
0: yeah i mean no one understands the storyline. <laughs> That's not no, I just made that up. But um it's quite it's like as as far as I'm aware, it's became a bit Kojima esque convoluted um, storyline. Um, is would you
2: would you agree? Or do you think it's pretty straightforward? Kai? Sorry? Um after I mean playing them all in a row i I don't think it's as intelligent as something like Kojima um Sorry. it's it's i think it's it plays itself a lot more silly um like four is basically like a ridiculous over the top james Bond adventure almost um whereas the the first three are very much horror games. Mm-hmm. Um five is very much in the vein of four. So it's it's weird, they go through cycles. Like, the first three are like very much survival horror, survival horror, survival horror. And then the middle two are like action y almost. So they've got they've got very different feels, but the, the story it does continue throughout and it does make sense, even if you have to occasionally read the wiki.
1: Gotcha.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean um the creator um was sinji mikami who is a, basically a legend isn't he like in the in the horror franchise like the horror genre or survival horror um yeah yeah he is yeah he uh, what was it he made dana yes. oh he did oh yeah and the one I'm evil thinking, within one evil within as well um i did play evil within it, I could see where he was going with it. It was going, I think it was a bit ahead of its time, to be honest. But um, he created that, and it was on the three sixteen stuff. It was just really gory and like a lot more horror movie esque than Resident Evil. Um, mm. I think anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah,
4: I quite like. It Evil was movie, to, yeah.
0: like on the terms of like Saw and other really graphic horror games. Um, but he's made some absolute bangers. Like, yeah, Dino Crisis. I loved Dino Crisis when I
2: was Wii. I never played the second one. Um, oh, I would absolutely love a Dino Crisis um, remake or if, a new one. It, I would love if it. they gave Dino Crisis the treatment they gave to Resident Evil 2, oh yeah. my God, I'd be pre ordering that so quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I'm just looking there. He, he made Piano 3 on the GameCube as well,
1: mm-hmm. which,
0: is, uh, which is pretty mad. I, was, I had that. Um, think that's one of the Capcom Five. Anyway, we're getting off uh, off topic here. So, um, yeah. So overall, I think like I I need to play more of the Resident Evil series. Um, I think I will play through them all, and I think it's something that I hope continues to go. And I think I'm going to play them on stream as well, um, because I, as I say, I'm a shite bag. So if I play it with more people <laughs> watching me, I feel like they're in the room. I'll turn all the lights
2: on. I'll be fine. <laughs> they're, um, they're they're fantastic stream games because the community for Resident Evil is very passionate about it and yeah. they yeah. absolutely love and encourage new people into the franchise. Right. So yeah. so it's a, it's a great thing to stream.
3: Excellent.
1: Amazing. Glad I used to go on as well. Yeah, I I might,
3: I might, I might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll... <Right.
2: laughs> oh, no, no, you're good. You sure? Yeah. Okay, final answer. I'm scared. <laughs> uh,
0: right, okay, well, if we're done with Resident Evil, I think we um can go for a little break. Um and when we come back, Ghost Kai here will talk about his game of choice that he is very passionate about. Um, so we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to the Game of Dead podcast. This is part two um, of episode 13, Spooky.
1: Um,
0: Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) That was was quite good. There's a pigeon in here. Um, I'm I'm really excited to talk about this uh, game um, because, as I said in the previous segment, I am a shy bag, so I've not played much of this game. Um, But um, we've got Ghost Kai, um, and he is going to talk about a game that means a lot to him. So Kai pick wee, what game are you going to
2: talk about and why do you love it so much um so i want to talk about alien isolation because (laughs) i (laughs) think (laughs) i think alien isolation is one of the most underrated and misunderstood perfect horror games of the last god knows how long it's amazing Horror, (laughs) horror horror as a genre in gaming was like dead It was absolutely dead. Action was very much in vogue. Everything was Mm. trying to emulate Call of Duty and things like that. And then 2014 comes along, and 2014 brought us Outlast and Outlast Whistleblower. It brought us Five Nights at Freddy. It brought us uh, a few other games, uh, like Five Nights at Freddy 2, Murdered Soul (laughs) Suspect. Um, I think the add on for The Last of Us came out in 2014 as well, which was very horror focused as well. Notably, we had P.T. in 2014, which the inspiration from P.T. has been felt to this day. Um, You know, anyone who's played Resident Evil 8, uh, there's a section of that game. I won't spoil it. It feels very P.T. We also had The Evil Within in 2014 as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like horror indie games that were pushed out on PC, like The Forest and things like that as well. But the standout for me, and to this day, I play this game three, four, five times a year, easily. I always find myself coming back to it, is Alien Isolation. This game is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Now, when it came out, unfortunately, it didn't do, do too well with the critics. I think IGN gave it six out of ten. Yeah. yeah I was going to see that. It wasn't very well... Um, no. No, it received. wasn't. But yeah. I think, I think... It's because of the mechanics of the game. And it is unfair against you versus the alien. It's meant to be. It's meant to feel oppressive. Yeah. And there were definitely reviewers. You read their reviews and you just think, right, so you were just sprinting everywhere then, weren't you, mate? And I think the mechanics didn't click for a lot of people. And because of that, they didn't see like the true effort that was put into this game. So just a little bit of background on it. This The reason why this game feels so authentic to anyone who loves the Alien franchise, as I do, um, is from the off, Fox were completely on board with the game. And they gave the developers, uh, which was Creative Assembly, if memory serves, that made the Total War games and things like that. Um, they gave them, I think it was four terabytes of original production material from Alien.
3: Fantastic.
1: That's which, a lot.
2: Which is why you can I can show you a snippet of someone walking down a corridor in alien isolation, and you won't see the alien, you won't see any androids, you won't see anything like that, you won't see a Weyland-Yutani symbol, and you show that to someone with full volume, and you'll say, what is this? And they'll go, that's alien. Yeah. It's so iconic, and they nail it to every detail, from just, like, the sounds, the random blinking lights and stuff, uh, the klaxons, like, Everything in it, like the computer screens, they nail the aesthetic from the original Alien film down to the T. It is such a love letter to such a great franchise. And gameplay-wise, it's on another level. Like, the AI with the Alien is incredible, the way it works. Um, And the AI is one of the reasons um, that I probably keep coming back to it, because every time you play it, it's a fresh experience, because you never really know how it's going to play out. There's very, very few scripted sequences in Alien Isolation. The majority of that game revolves around enemies with complicated AI routines homing in on you in whatever fashion they do, and they've got real senses that can track you. And like the alien, for example, it will learn your behavior. If you spend half the game hiding in lockers, well, guess what the alien's going to start to do? It's going to start to check lockers more and more (laughs) and more.
3: Start playing a little (laughs) peekaboo.
2: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that about it and it keeps it fresh and I, I, I adore this game. I could go on about this game for bloody hours. It's such a great experience. Have any of you played it?
3: It's what well you you talk about love language here because Alien is like I am obsessed with it. It is fantastic. I'm a huge, huge fan. And um as soon as I heard that you were gonna talk about alien isolation, I was just like, Yes, I lost my shit. I was like, This is gonna be fantastic. <laughs> such a great game.
1: Um,
3: but it is 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 definitely a, like I couldn't have said it better myself. It's like the perfect homage to like um that the original Alien movie. It is just the way the terminals work and just it's just it's fantastic. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. What
4: about yeah, the rest I've, of you? I've played it, um, and just exactly what you said. When I when it started, <laughs> like, it felt like I'd put the film on. Yes, yeah, um, and that's what I want because I that film is honestly probably my favorite horror film of all time because it's suspense, and that game captures suspense. <laughs> It's terrifying. It's one of mm-hmm. the few hot because I'm. I mean, I know that you guys are shite bags, but I'm pretty tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pretty
1: to myself, pretty
4: <laughs> tough. Um, <laughs> I'm not, but um, it, it really scared me. Like, a, you could, I could feel my heart pounding out of my chest playing that game because, like, Kai says, there's no pattern. To how the alien is behaving, is it going to jump down? Is it? Wh- where's it going to come from? You can't. It, it's not the same every time. <laughs> you can't learn your way out of it. You've just got to mm-hmm. keep hiding <laughs> and mm-hmm. move in a different way. Or it's so good. It. I. I, I would totally agree. The best horror film uh, game
2: of well ever probably. I think it may be the best horror game of all time. Yeah. Wow.
4: To, to to capture horror like the feeling of watching a really good horror film that game is mm-hmm. bang on
2: mm-hmm. it's 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 very true and one of the one of the key things for me with it um as you say it's never the same experience and there's no way to game the system you can't mm-hmm. like learn a little weakness that the alien's ai has and just completely exploit it and like push through the game and brute force it you just can't do that in alien isolation And it's got like the alien itself. I don't know if you've ever read into or watched a video into how its AI works. It basically has two different AI systems just for the alien, whereby it's got like an AI director in the same manner that say Left 4 Dead has, Mm -hmm. whereby it will go, right, the player is here. They're moving towards this objective. Let's push the alien towards this general area. And then there's a the, 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 the separate AI, which is just for the alien itself, which works on, right, how often has the player done this? Is the player in this vicinity? And it will slowly, like, close in on you. Mm. But it has very strict rules that governs how it interacts with you. It has an actual cone, a vision cone. Uh, sorry. You know what I mean? Like Metal Gear Solid has a vision of a triangle vision thing in front of it. Mm-hmm. All oh, right, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we can't, we can't see that. That's all in the programming. That's mm-hmm. all behind the scenes. But it has sight. It has ears. It can hear when you make noise and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Its tail is a physical object. But if it collides with you, that will set it off as well. So you get all these tense moments. And they keep... It's something that no other game has ever done for me, is that no matter how many times I play it, there will always be sections where the hairs on the back of my neck start going up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and nothing has ever done that. No other game has done that because you play those games enough. You just get used to it. You, you, you know, you, you see behind the curtain for a lot of these games and you're like, right. So there's a jump scare coming here. There's a tough enemy here, you know, whatever it may be, you know, what's coming, you know, what's around the corner. It's lost that mystique. Whereas with alien isolation, you have no idea what this thing's going to do. Yeah. And like even after playing it like 10 plus times, which I'm sure I have by now, <laughs> I still don't know what the alien's going to do in a playthrough. Um, and I recently did a Nightmare Difficulty playthrough on stream. And holy crap, like, they all they do is all the mechanics are the same. They just turn up to how aggressive it is. Oh, wow.
4: Really?
2: And it gets... I got to see things which I hadn't seen except in another Nightmare playthrough. So if you you basically start interacting with it too much, it starts getting clever and it will try and fake you out. So it will do things like you'll be crouched behind something and you'll be watching it and then it will jump up in a vent. Now, normally you'd probably just get up from behind your box and continue doing what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. It then immediately jumps back down because it's it's trying to fake you out and it's got all these little subroutines that like imply an intelligence and it's it's quite terrifying to have something so intelligent chasing you.
3: <laughs> I think they um pretty much nailed the the perfect organism for how they've like designed it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100%. So yeah. I know I I know it gets criticism um I mean it's a fairly old game now so I hope no one minds me talking about some of the story beats. No, I'll tell you that's a no. I'll okay. tell you that's a no. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, the, about a third of the way into the game, uh, you kill the alien. Or at least you think you do. Um, obviously, the big reveal later on is that actually there's not just one alien, there's a whole nest in the station, and that's where all the missing people are. Uh, very much reminiscent of the, the first sort of act of Aliens, where you get all like hundreds of aliens, and there's that big reveal. So, a lot of people complain about the downtime in between killing that first alien and then getting the reveal of the nest. No one likes the androids. Yeah, I... <laughs> no, basically, no one likes the androids. Oh, they're they're too tough. You, you you know, you have to waste loads of ammo on them, and that. Yeah, that's the idea. That they're they're like Terminators, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run away from them. But i I cannot speak highly enough about this game. It's superb and i'm genuinely very sad that we will probably never get a sequel
0: yeah that's i was going to talk about this um why why do you not think there'll be a sequel um a right's thing or do you just think that it should just be a one and done
2: no it's i don't think it's a right's thing at all um the oh something's coming through on them there we go I don't know if that was a car going by or something. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a rights thing or anything like that. The The studio were very much behind game development from the off. As I said um, at the outset, they provided basically all the original movie material for the game studio to use, and they mm-hmm. certainly did. And the game studio even got in, I think, all but one of the original cast of Alien to re-record lines and stuff. Like Sigourney Weaver records a bunch of lines for Alien Isolation. Oh, wow. That's some um, <laughs>
1: yeah. cause
2: one Because one of the DLCs is on the Nostromo as Ripley, and she records all the lines for that. Like, And there's all the stuff in game to do with her and stuff. Like, She records all that as well. So it's very much in line with what those movie studios would want. It didn't do well because the critics absolutely panned it. And it's only it's only like in hindsight, people have found a new love for this game.
3: Yeah, I definitely but, agree with that.
2: But at the time, no one bought it because you had outlets like IGN giving it six out of ten. Yeah, which is devastatingly low for a AAA release.
0: Yeah, um, do you think the like the, the the media were looking or expecting a different sort of game? Do you think they were expecting like a more action orientated survival horror game than? Cause I don't know, it's not, it's not exactly action orientated, is there? Like you, you, you don't have that many encounters with alien, like you would, for example, with Nemesis
2: and Resident Evil Three. Yeah, I, th- I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think the critics were basically expecting, not all the critics. Some of them, like PC Gamer, gave it ninety three out of a hundred, for example. So there is certain good critics out there that absolutely gave it the praise it was deserving. Um. But I think the ones who marked it down were absolutely going into this thinking, fuck yeah, I'm going to get a pulse rifle and I'm going to kill me some aliens. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> really. Which, yeah. it's the wrong game. Go and play Colonial Marines with its, like, dog we'll shit gameplay. <laughs> 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 or don't. <laughs> but but it, I suppose it does show as well just the impact these outlets have on a game's release. Yeah. Because this is objectively... Mm. A very, very, very well crafted game. It's yeah. such it's such like a passion project to pay homage to Alien as well. So it's not just for the fans, like it's just a perfect survival horror game as well. You've got inventory management, you you've got an unstoppable enemy that you have to think about how you're gonna outwit. Um, as well as barriers along the way, you've got loads of puzzles to deal with, like it's it's survival horror through and through. It's first person Resident Evil. Um mm. With an invincible nemesis following you around through vents and stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but unfortunately, I think people were expecting an action game. I hear complaints of, oh, well, why can't you pick up other people's guns and use it to kill the aliens? Like, well, because it wouldn't be a very interesting game if you could just do that. Yeah. 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 It's not what
0: they're going for. I do like the idea. I mean, like, obviously, the old, like, just to make it clear, like I've not played this game. Um, right. I, I think I've started it once. Um, I'm a shite bag though, so I knew I I would enjoy it because I was um, too scared. But I did play like the older Alien versus Predator games, the the good ones on the PC. Um, oh yeah, yeah, great, game and stuff. I loved them. And they they are shoot everything that moves, <clears> picking up other people's weapons, killing predators, <throat> killing xenomorphs, whatever. Um, I do like the idea that this is not that, and it is more, because Alien's not an action movie as such; it's a yeah. horror film. Pure it's, horror, the yeah. First one, it's a horror film, and it's got a lot of um, iconography, and, and well, not so much like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the word is, but like, it, it's, it is a horror film, and it's very, it's paced very, very well and purposely. And it feels like
2: this is part of the film series. Yeah, yes,
3: definitely. That
2: this is this is like an absolute sequel to Alien. Yeah, yeah. in yeah, every sense it's... of the word.
1: Yeah.
0: What is the um, like? I wouldn't go any major spoilers, but what's the the main sort of storyline of this? Is this a prequel to Alien? Is it
2: a sequel, or where does it fit in? So this is roughly. Um, 15 years, I think, after the events of Alien. Yeah. And you are playing as Amanda Ripley, who's Ellen Ripley's daughter. And she works for Weyland-Yutani, much like her mum did. And she learns that a a flight recorder from the Nostromo has been recovered. So the equivalent of like a black box, I guess. And so she hasn't seen her mum in 15 years. So she wants to find out what's going on. So she goes along with the Weyland-Yutani people, to find this black box that's been stored at a, um, a big space station, essentially. So it's all quite casual, and then you get on board the space station and you find out that actually something's gone terribly, terribly wrong here. And the ship that found the black box, what we didn't know up until this point, is they've used the data from the Nostromo to go down... To LV four two six alien fans, you'll get the reference. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they've they've gone down to LV four two six, and they've also gone into the alien ship, and one of them has also been face hugged, which sort of leads to a cascade of events of the, the entire station being overrun with the aliens and stuff, and everyone turning on each other, and like thousands of people dying and stuff. But you you sort of picking up the pieces of this story as you go, but you're also marooned on this ship because when you're initially going on there's a big explosion and your main ship can't dock with it anymore. And so you're essentially trying to find a way to escape, but also you're trying to find out what on earth's happened and what's happened to your mum. So it's a compelling story, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I love the fact that they didn't change anything as well. Because mm-hmm. like that's always a big worry. Um like I remember when I first started playing it and I saw like the iconic, you know, spacesuits that they have. And I was like, oh, thank God, they've not changed anything. Yeah. It looks yeah. just out the movie. Big, like,
2: oh, chunky.
3: Big, clunky, like, yeah. chunky. And it's like that cricket kind of outfit. Like, <laughs> it's brilliant.
2: <laughs> they've kept extremely uh, faithful to, like, the 1970s lo-fi sci-fi aesthetic where, like, it's all big chunky buttons and green text on black screens and things like that.
3: It's brilliant. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, that's what, it's making me want to replay it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we do in this
0: podcast. We make people play other games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: and, uh, I might watch Alien.
2: Another, another, like really standout feature of it, like we've we've spoken about, like the aesthetics and the AI, and like it's all very fantastic. Something that absolutely is a, one of the best in field in is its sound design. Yeah. It, right. if, you, if you play Alien Isolation with a good pair of headphones, my God, you are in for a ride. You yeah. walk down corridors, you hear pipes squeaking and little like vents letting out a little jet of gas and stuff, and it does mm. set you on edge. Like You get really, really immersed. And I've never been quite immersed in a game as much as I have Alien Isolation. And like, like we've all sort of said before, it's like watching the original film. Yeah. And they captured it to a T.
3: And and those save points as well. How well done was that? Like yeah, it's yeah. just so suspenseful waiting for those three little lights and it's just oh, mm-hmm. it's the release. What's
2: what are the save points?
3: <laughs> telephone
4: things. they cool. love
2: like these yeah, these telephone emergency telephone stations and you have to put in an ID card and it's such a satisfying mm-hmm. ah. slotting in sound when you put in the card in.
3: But, Ooh, but when nice. you do put it in, there's like... Um, it, it's three lights, isn't it? Like, yeah, um, three lights, like, yeah. Like, come on. Like, almost... It depends on where you are in the game. Like, sometimes you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And like, just save the game, save the game. Because it's like... <laughs> it's almost like it goes in slow motion sometimes. <laughs> for when like you're a-,
2: a guy in DBD. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... You, you say about the slow motion. I mean, that's a very deliberate design choice. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Because the amount of times you like either the Aliens... I actively searching for you or you've mm. got an Android after you or something and you're trying to do, whether it be saving, whether it be using like the, um, the little laser cutter thing, yeah. or you're doing like one of the hacking things. If you're doing all these actions, all these actions are deliberately very slow yeah, and take a while to do. It. And all of them evoke that feeling of panic. We're like, fuck, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just go, just go do it. Like someone trying to get away from us, a, a killer in a slasher film. Desperately trying to get their key in their front door—that's the kind of feeling it evokes, and it's wonderful.
3: It is just so well done. It's so well designed.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I would always describe all the alien, well, most of the alien films as anxiety. The movie, so yeah. it's good to hear that this. It it does feel like this would just fit in straight into the the, the movie series. Mm-hmm. Is it like a canon
2: part of the universe now then? That's a good question. I don't actually know. I don't even know who mm. would even be the validate it and, yeah, mm. and be the judge of it. But given that it's got the full consent and approval yeah. of the movie studio and they gave them all the original material from the movie to make it, I suppose you could say it yeah. is canon. Definitely.
4: It's so think, loyal think, to it that oh, it would make sense for it to be canon. I
2: it's think more that, like yeah. Alien than Alien 3 and Aliens
3: oh exactly yeah. mm-hmm. hit the nail on it i was just about to say like like that's that's exactly it because i mean alien alien is just such uh it's it's a classic and unfortunately i think because after you know the actionized um approach that they took with aliens and um resurrection and all that it's we're never really going to go back i feel to what alien was yeah. you know the suspense kind of horror thriller mm-hmm. um so it was just fantastic to see them like Bring it back in in such a different way like having like a, a, a full-blown game and like, like you said like taking all the um kind of original kind of movie like resources as well is fantastic so yeah.
2: i think i think that's one of the one of the issues with why a lot of people didn't like it was it, it does feel like it has stepped out of the 70s and yeah. i yeah. think it's such a change of pace from the mid 2010s. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> where everything is
2: like a thousand mile an hour and explosions and, you know. Gaming was pretty high octane before this period where horror made a resurgence. And it's I suppose it's reflective as well in comparison to Aliens, because Aliens came out like 1986, I want to say. So like seven years after Alien. And that, that is a proper action film.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's completely different tool. Yeah, completely different. Tone. Yeah, completely different.
2: And so I think in the in the way that Aliens is so different to Alien, gaming at the time was very, very different to Alien Isolation. I think that might have um, rubbed the wrong way for some people.
3: Yeah, I think it's that slower pace. Like, I think yes. now it's everybody wants things like, I want it now, I want it instantly, you know, like mm-hmm. I want to kill something and I get that rush. But it's like that proper like step back mm-hmm. kind of like suspense building, like you need to take your time with it. And um, yep. You can't you can't rush through a game like that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could try, but I mean, you wouldn't get the full experience.
2: No. Wait. Well, for me, it's like with um, Dark Souls as a series. So every, everyone always says, "Oh, Dark Souls is hard." You know, prepare to die. Oh, thank you, Dark Souls. You know all the memes. <laughs> it's a
3: song. <laughs> but but
2: the thing the thing about Dark Souls is it has a very very strict set of rules under the surface, and once you've learnt those rules. They're not hard games. They're really not. And I'm not saying that to be like, oh, pro gamer, oh, Smash Dark Souls. <laughs> no, like, they're, they're very strict set of rules, and they also apply to the NPCs as well as yourself. And it's the same with Alien Isolation. Like, the game has a very strict set of rules. If the if the alien is, and I only know this because I've played it so many times, if the alien is up in the vents crawling around, if you just walk at a normal pace but don't run, it can't hear you. And yet I guarantee you loads of people will start to run because they're impatient. Yep. Yeah. Which, which brings it down, which makes it kill you, which makes you write a shitty review in IGN and go, Oh, it's ridiculous. Every time I'm trying to progress, it just comes down and kills me. It knows exactly where I am because yeah, you're running around. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Once you understand that like these rules are there, you make big sounds, you do silly things. It will home in on you i think it's brilliant game design that like idea of fairness with the rules you never feel cheated i don't ever feel like i got um a cheap death in alien isolation because every time i died it's because i either wasn't paying attention or i did something stupid and it's like a learning point right okay i won't do that this time
0: yeah like i like that like I like games like that, like Super Meat Boy, for example. I know it's not the same, but if I die, it's my fault. It's not the game's fault. It's
2: not Control's fault. It's my mm-hmm. fault. And uh, so if that's the same as that, then that's it. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah, same principles. And it's the yeah. same principles you see in a lot of well-designed games, like what, like Dark Souls, is if you die, it's usually because you're not taking in your surroundings.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I like yeah. that it's it sort of doesn't hold your hand and it sort of respects your intelligence. And allowed yeah. to
3: do that. I think, I, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that when they first released it, as well, they added in a feature where it could pick up your noises from your microphone as well.
2: Oh yeah, so, we haven't even we haven't even spoken about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was, so that, I was that's away that's very real.
2: That. That's very real. And there was also a feature on the PlayStation 4 version, uh, which used the PlayStation Eye. Yes. Where, whereby yeah. you could lean and stand up and stuff to like peek over things yeah because i think oh, it wow. was
3: like connect as well for the xbox mm-hmm.
2: um yep that's right yeah yeah
3: because i, I uh, was like god oh, no this is this is gonna be intense like mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine if you're like you're in the vent mm-hmm. and you make a noise and it's just like whoop and you're like
1: oh
2: <laughs> and it was also originally intended to have vr as well yeah yeah um which oh my you, god. <laughs> <that'd> be- <laughs> <laughs> Change your well, thank you. <laughs> Life-ending <laughs> VR. Um, you, for, for anyone listening who might want to experience that, you can actually mod it back into the game. It's called oh, Mother. Wow. It's called Mother VR, and oh. it's uh it's quite the ride. That is
4: pure nightmare game. fuel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but the microphone stuff's very interesting because they don't really warn you about it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So wh-
2: <laughs> while you're while you're playing the game, the game's listening to your microphone the entire game. So it's fun for streamers. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) There there were times when I was streaming it on Nightmare, where I'm literally crouched behind a box, slowly moving around it, and the alien is like just on the other side, like four foot away, not even there. And it is so tense, and I can feel myself like sitting up straight and concentrating and making sure (laughs) I don't piss it off. And then, like my chat will be like. Christ, he's gone quiet. And and I'm like shaking my head looking at the camera and not speaking. Because I know if I if I say no, there's a reason for that chat, the alien's just gonna turn and look at me straight away and go, Ah, oh, there's there's my dinner Streamer mate. <laughs> Streamer privilege. Alien's not allowed to get you. Yeah, it's just it's just such a well-designed game. And, like, all these little design things, like, they didn't have to do that, like, with the camera and the microphone and stuff. But it adds to the immersion so much. That's amazing.
0: Like, I, I was just, I'm reading about it there. Like, that, the whole I can hear you thing, that is amazing. Like, I know they've done it in games before. Like, they did it in FIFA, which is shit, I know. But, like, if you swear... <laughs> You could get booked. Like there was a big thing about Connect. Obviously, when it was supposed to be the next big thing, but <clears> that <throat> sounds like genuinely the best use of Connect I've ever heard. Yeah. That is yeah. terrifying. Don't get me wrong. Like I would definitely <laughs> unplug it if I had it. But that's amazing. That is actually amazing. This game needs a fucking sequel, man. <laughs>
2: it's, n- it's never going to get one, unfortunately.
0: No. Uh, well, let's talk about that. Where does this series go? Where do you think it should go? Um, where do you think it will go? I mean, well, not so much this series. I, I mean, it could be alien games in general. Just, can you see it being another type of game, or or
2: a sequel? I, I, I would, I would love to see it completely remastered oh, I, graphically. By the way, if, if I don't know if anyone's played it recently, graphically it holds up incredibly well. Yeah, incredibly, yeah. it is an incredible looking game. Um, I, when I recently played it again, I played it like in 4K, and it looks stunning. Like it is a beautiful game. So I'm not really sure it needs a remaster. What I'd like to see though is it fully remade in VR. I think that would be a great game for people to play. That's um, a,
3: a shit your pants game. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: <that's really> terrifying.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you say that. But um, what's that Jurassic Park game that came out on? Uh, the Oculus Quest Two a few months back. It it's basically Alien Isolation but with a Velociraptor. Oh, wow. <laughs> and no, and I love like dinosaurs. I could do dinosaurs. And it's a really, it's a really good game. It's a really good game. So the gameplay loop absolutely works for VR. Um, Aftermath, it was called Aftermath. That's a, I actually own it. <laughs> you oh, think nice. I'd remember it? Um, <laughs> in terms of a sequel, that it's it's never going to happen, unfortunately. Um, yeah. I would love for there to be a sequel. Um, I would absolutely adore it. I would worry about modern sensibilities and publishers then stepping Mm. in and trying to like actionify the game. Um, And I also feel like Alien Isolation is like lightning in a bottle. And I'm not sure any developer could get the game up to that level of quality again. Mm. Yeah. So... Uh, It may be one of these games that actually is better left alone. Yeah, I mean, one of the big differences between then and now is that
0: Fox are now owned by Disney. Mm -hmm. Disney have quite a lot of money. disney like to make more money. Um,
3: But if it's anything with their latest um, Avengers games and and whatnot... This
2: is what scares me, man. Well, yeah. It it could be the way, couldn't it? Yeah. I mean, look at that—that that new uh, alien game that's coming out. I can't even remember what it's called, I'm Extraction s- or something.
3: Fire team. I'm Fire so, team. That's the one. I'm so oh, yeah. Disappointed. Like I'm unbelievably. I was really excited when they announced it, but it's just so disappointing. I was just like,
2: oh,
3: you missed the whole point.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the they brought out like a few gameplay showcases a few weeks back, and it just looks crap. Yeah. It really is looks it crap. It's not yet, is it? No, it's not yeah, it's not yet. But you just think you've got such an amazing license here. And it's just not being used. And it probably won't ever. If you want to know what actually has happened with the Alien Isolation license, um they did actually make a sequel, technically. Um it's a dog shit mobile game. <laughs>
1: oh, oh really?
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Look up um Alien Blackout. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. I I'd refuse like to play it. I refuse to play
1: it. <laughs> Successfully blacked it out. <laughs> what is it? Shit. I'm not even.
2: It's basically like a shit Five Nights at Freddy's oh, where, you're, right. where you're also telling NPCs where to go and that. And I'm pretty sure story wise, it is just a straight up sequel. Like you're Amanda Ripley again. Mm. and I'm just like, oh no, why would you do this? Like, it's a pure cash-in game. Yeah.
3: Definitely. Instead okay. instead of making
2: Alien Isolation 2, they've made a mobile thing. Which also got 6 out of 10 from IGN, by the way. The yeah.
3: mobile? <laughs>
4: <laughs> the cheek? So you've got 6.3. You. <laughs> <laughs> the cheek oh, of it. I, th-
2: I think that that's actually higher than a- Alien Isolation, because they gave it like 5.9. Oh my God. Oh God. Shocking. <laughs> um. So yeah, I- Alien Isolation, I absolutely love it. Yeah, like
3: such a fantastic game.
2: It is. Yeah, I, can't, kind I kind of want to fantastic. play it. I do. You should. You should play yeah. it
4: on stream. We'll hold your hand. But it's yeah. a great stream think, game.
2: It really I is have, a great stream
0: yeah. game. I can imagine it being a, a, a cool stream um, stream game. Actually, um, I love the the art style because obviously you've got the the Geiger stuff and. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, it looks fantastic. It, if you yeah. if you like that. First movie,
0: you will love the game. Oh yeah, I love Alien. Is really yeah. one of my favorite films.
2: I watch it most like at least once a year.
3: Yeah,
2: I would say if you've got any love good. for that film, it is a oh, must yeah. play. It is a must play mm. game. Definitely, definitely. Oh, um,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we've we've covered it at all. It sounds amazing. You clearly love it um what brought you to it were you a
2: fan of the films um... oh yeah yeah i'm a massive yeah. alien geek um right i'm sort of outing myself a bit here and i no nope. uh, i think it's fantastic <laughs> right. you're mm, in good, good company <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah I, i'm a huge fan of the franchise and it was like a no-brainer day one purchase for me i i used to be a massive fan of the old aliens versus predator games as well mm-hmm. Like I've read all the comics and stuff. Um, let's not talk about the newer films and the new Alien vs. Predator <laughs> game and stuff. <laughs> like they really have just abused this license. Um, yeah, yeah. But when I first played Alien Isolation, I think I literally started the game again after completing it because yeah, I was it's
1: like, I <laughs> it's like
2: reading an amazing book, right? And you get to the back cover and you just immediately start again. And I was just like, holy crap, this is an amazing experience. Let's start again. Maybe on a higher difficulty. Nice.
0: I I actually own this game because I got it for free um, on the Game Store. Yeah. I think it's currently on Game Pass for free. Oh, is it on Game Pass as well? I love all the free games! (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I might might have to. I've, I've got a long list of stuff to play, but yeah, I think I might have to give it a shot
3: at some point. I'm not gonna hold I- you to that. <laughs> <Yes. I> love-
2: <laughs> yeah, you'll always see as well, when you right. see someone streaming it and they clearly are playing it for the first time, you'll see all the fans coming in because everyone just loves to see people's first reaction to this game. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. As long as it's not like like Undertale where it's just pure toxicity. Yeah. Oh god, no. No, <laughs> it's a completely different nothing, community. Like that. nothing like that. I, I tell you what, the-, the horror community on Twitch is one of the most wholesome communities on Twitch.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. Mm.
2: That is good.
0: Um, Right? Do you have any final thoughts um, about Alien Isolation, guys?
4: No, but I think that is a brilliant choice. Um, Yeah, I think it was a really good choice. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's like I said, it's one of the like for me for as a horror game, that's the ultimate because Alien is the ultimate horror film for for Mm -hmm. me. Yeah, and it captures it so
3: brilliantly.
0: Agree. Um, And and just before we end as well, because I. While I've not played this game, I have watched a lot of stuff about it, and um, we've spoke about it before. There's a YouTube channel called Game Maker's Toolkit, um, and they've got a, an episode called "What Makes Good Go- uh, Good AI," and obviously, um, Alien, Alien Isolation is featured in that quite a lot. Um, so, yeah. I do highly recommend it. Also, no clip. Um, they've got a documentary about uh, isol- uh, Alien Isolation and its rocky development as well. So, highly recommend them. Check them out on YouTube. Um, you should if you've not seen them, you will love it. Um, so yeah, give them give them a wee watch. Um, right. Excellent. Well that was amazing. Um, that was really awesome um, talking to you about alien isolation. Um, Kai, so thank you very much for coming in. Um, we will end with um some plugs. Um, so Kai, would you like to tell the people where they can find you on the internet?
2: Oh yes, on on the gentle interwebs, fair listeners. <laughs> um you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ghost guy. Uh, it's spelled exactly how it sounds. And <laughs> I'll also, I post on Twitter occasionally, but not very often uh, with twitter.com forward slash real ghost guy, because someone stole my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you find me most days. Excellent. And um, Sally, do you want to give
0: some plugs?
4: Yep. Yeah, uh, I've been Sammy Damage, and I'm Sammy Damage pretty much everywhere on the interwebs. So, you can find me under that name on Twitch, and Twitter, and Instagram, and yeah, pretty much everywhere else.
0: Everywhere in the world, Glazra.
3: Hey, you can find me on Twitch by Glazra, and on Instagram and Twitter by Glazra Online. Because similar to Kai, someone stole my name. Cheek. (laughs) Cheek, the (laughs) audacity. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, I am the Fox McButt on Twitch.
1: Yay! I'm, <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> I'm
0: allowed to stream, and uh, I've streamed this week, and fucking hell, I've missed it. I just love it. It's just so. It's just been so nice, just chilling out, streaming a little bit, playing some games, having a laugh, um, having technical issues. It's the best. So... <laughs> i'm back give us give me a follow on there that'd be great um but we are the gaming den podcast we are on twitter uh, at gaming den pod we are also uh, on discord where you'll find the link to it in the description of this episode um, and and then come and say hi we have a bu- great bunch of people um who love games we play games quite often um and you can possibly be on the podcast. It's been great, and um, I'm sure Ghost Kai here can uh, can vouch for us to say that he's had a great time, or else.
4: They um... definitely
2: didn't bully me. <laughs> did the check?
4: Did the check clear,
1: Kai? Did it? Oh yeah, obviously it did, because that's why I said
2: that. Um,
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, thank you very much, Kai, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Um, and we really hope um, that you, you, you can come on again at some point and talk about another game um, because you, you know your stuff. So um, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you again next time. Thank you.
1: Bye. 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 Final
4: report of the commercial starship Nostromo third officer reporting
1: the other members of the crew
4: Kane Lambert Parker Brett
1: Ash and Captain Dallas are dead
4: cargo and ship destroyed